Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. Uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me a good rating on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it, please. Okay, we are back for another week, another podcast. Uh, this is episode 029. You've seen the title already. It's called Phantom Lord. Now, Phantom Lord is a very cool name, very fancy, scary, heavy metal name, title for Metallica song. So that means we are on WooCommerce. So last week we talked about um, how to motivate yourself even though you get a shitty uh, proof or a shitty job. But, you know, just to keep stay motivated. And um, now we're going to go back into WooCommerce. So the reason why this is called Phantom Lord. Oh, right. So this is Phantom Lord is a Metallica song. Because this is WooCommerce. A Metallica song off of their 1983 debut album, Kill 'Em All. Ah, oh, Kill 'Em All. So cool. So cool. Yeah, um, this is this was when Dave Mustaine was in the band, and he has some writing credits for some songs. Um, I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure if Phantom Lord is Dave Mustaine. It probably is because he was in the band properly in the band, so probably. Uh, but yeah, Kill 'Em All. Sorry, Phantom Lord. So the reason why this is called Phantom Lord is because. We're going to talk about WooCommerce catalog mode. Woo so WooCommerce can have a catalog mode. So it's not originally built for being a catalog, but some people have found ways to make WooCommerce work as a catalog for your uh, product lines, for displaying your product lines, I guess, um, for uh, I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, for requesting quotes and um, inquiries about certain products, you can add, and that's how people use uh, the, the catalog mode. Now, another way that you can use catalog mode in a what I think is a slightly more creative way is to actually use, if you want to use, like, WooCommerce, there's a lot of other WooCommerce filters, a lot of WooCommerce functionalities out there that is definitely usable, but if you end up, you know, leaving the whole WooCommerce thing in there, uh, then it could not, it, sometimes it might not be the best plugin for the job, but if you make it into a catalog mode, you can actually pretty much use it as a way of displaying whatever, whatever kind of post type it is, you can just display it like that, you know? So I'm gonna get into a little bit more detail um, down the road, well, as we talk about this. So just to go over how catalog mode works, um, I've included a few uh, uh, links. So first one that I have here is from Business Bloomer. Ah, oh, Business Bloomer is awesome. It has pretty much all the answers for WooCommerce. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure what his, what the guy's deal is with WooCommerce, but he 
is like the guy who pretty much, you know, knows everything and can do everything with WooCommerce. So any, if you're like, if you look up answers on the internet about WooCommerce, like WooCommerce functions and hooks and all that, then, you know, solutions, then you're going to run into Business Bloomer. So Business Bloomer has a, a post. It's a few years old, but it's not a problem because it's still exactly all the same. So it's, it's, it's about WooCommerce catalog mode. Now, luckily, they actually included this guy because he's, he's the king of WooCommerce. Um, he included something, uh, included a PHP snippet that will pretty much allow sort of a, a catalog mode, just raw catalog mode. But there are extra catalog modes out there. Now there is a there's a there there are three free ones. All right, three free ones. Now the bloom uh, the business bloomer link. You can go to that link. You can use the PHP function if you want, and you can also check out the other uh, 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 solutions that he has here and just read about them. But I'm just going to go over the three free catalog modes um, that there is. So one is. I'm not too sure if it's totally trustworthy because it hasn't been updated in a long time. But as long as it works, it works. But, you know, I wouldn't use that one. The first one from Leonidas. That's, I guess that's a common name in, I don't know, Greek? I don't know. I, all I know is 300. I'm sorry. I only know the movie 300. I don't have... Many Greek friends, sorry, only a few, but none of them were named Leonidas. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> sorry about that. So, um, yeah, this this one is a few years old, so I, I'll just leave the link there. Uh, if it doesn't work, then just delete it. Fuck that. Uh, the other ones that do work are uh, the Y I T H, Yith. Yep, it's like I don't know Yith. It's really I, I've mentioned this before your inspirational themes or something. Yith, it's, I don't know why they named themselves that. It's so hard to pronounce. So Yith has a free catalog mode plugin and that one is always maintained because Yith is all about WooCommerce. They pretty much have uh, matching plugins for all of the WooCommerce original add-ons. They have their own versions and they always try to add something extra to their plugins, so it'll have an edge over the WooCommerce ones. Uh, I have heard that from some people that Yith's code base is not as clean as WooCommerce, which is sort of understandable because WooCommerce has pretty much like the cleanest and most sophisticated code out there. So yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I've used Yith quite a bit, and I just I can't. I don't care. So when when that person replied that, I just said okay. <laughs> but I I'm fine with Yith. I've had I haven't had problems with that at all. Uh, so catalog mode, uh, Yith catalog mode is free, and there's also one from L Extensions, L X WooCommerce catalog mode. Now this one is not. Um, I think, I'm not sure this is on 
the WordPress repo. This is off of their own site, so, but it's free. It's zero dollars and you can buy it. Of course, they also offer a premium version like Yif does, um, but I don't know. They, they claim that there's is better, but catalog mode is pretty much, there's not a lot to do when you're using catalog mode, all right? So whatever, you know? So uh, just have a look for yourself, depending on what you need. If you don't, if you don't feel like the difference, if, or if the difference is uh, not as significant to you, then just go with the free Yith one, because that's fine. It works fine, and it's always updated, so that's fucking fine, you know? Yeah, so two free ones out there, and the WooCommerce one is a premium plugin, so you're gonna have to buy that. I, I'm pretty sure, Woo, oops, I'm pretty sure WooCommerce uh, has changed their uh, pricing. Yeah, so it's billed annually. Wait, no, it's, I think it was always like, I don't know. So it's uh, $49 for the WooCommerce one, and the Yith one is, um, oh, single site is 85 Australian. I don't know how much this is in US, probably like 60 US, I don't know, something like that. It doesn't really matter anymore. But uh, yeah, so let's see, where were we? Yeah, so let's get this um, catalog. We can get that catalog mode. Now, why? what does catalog mode do, you know, in essence? What it does is it removes pretty much all of the purchasing functionality of WooCommerce, which means now it is just a high-end custom post type, like events or products or whatever, it's a very high-end custom post type, and I say high-end because A, uh, it's running off of WooCommerce, which means you can actually control accounts, user accounts, because WooCommerce comes with a robust account management system, so people can log in easily and all that. Front-end logins work, so that's great, right? Another thing is you can then use pretty much all of the WooCommerce add-ons and plugins that are not related to checkout. You know, not like the Stripe checkout plugin or the um, whatever checkout plugin. In Australia, we have like, um, what are they called? Afterpay and Zip, where you can, you know, buy now and pay later, all that kind of stuff. That's why it's called fucking Afterpay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, tech companies have um, they're like Afterpay. My friend has some stock in Afterpay. I don't know why. Suddenly, it just <laughs> it just came to me and just started talking finance and how to save money and you know, what to do you with your money. And he's talking about Afterpay. He's like, oh, I know Afterpay. Yeah, he says the the stock fluctuates quite a bit for those tech companies. But I told him like e-commerce is the is the future, so we should stay with them. <laughs> Anyways, um. I, I'm not into stock. I I don't know. I I don't have the money. I don't know where I was because I had to pause it for a second. I don't know. Maybe I'll leave this in. I'll take this out. I don't know. So if you're using all of the WooCommerce extra add-ons and plugins, there are so many other cool things you can do. Now, one of them that a lot of people have trouble with is the ability to add uh, filters. You know, like uh, live Ajax 
most time Ajax, uh, which means like live on page loading. Uh, uh, wow. All right, I'll get into the wow in a second. So I'll finish this this idea. So you can use Ajax like filtering, which means you can have stuff like um, uh, show me all the listings or show me all the post types that have, for example, a certain color or is between a certain range, you know, and that can be useful. Like you can do a lot of things with that, right? You can even make a real estate listing pretty much if you are, if you put your mind to it. And a lot of times when you're these catalog mode stuff, because all you need is just an inquiry, what you can do is you can, uh, what is it? Filter it. You can, oh yeah. So you can have them inquire about it. And so because you're not selling it directly, you're not selling a house directly, you're not selling a car directly. People are not going to put in their credit card number to buy a car that easily or a house you're not going to buy a house with a credit card, most likely, you know, <laughs> you know, unless it's a really crappy house or it's an insane credit card, you know, so that's not going to happen, you know, so that's why I think, uh, yeah, that's why I think it's really good to use catalog mode. And that means um, the people, the clients can actually upload a lot of stuff themselves because WooCommerce has a lot of uh, fields that they can enter or you can just educate them just train them how to do that um, but it will make a lot of the extra stuff easy like for example search and filter plugin there's a plugin called search and filter all right it's advanced search and filter or whatever it is uh, search and filter.com or something I think that's it let me check search and filter.com um, I am so good on that URL. Yeah, searchandfilter.com. Because I've used this before. And, ah, oh, this, it's really cool, but it's a lot of work. All right, if you're using this with custom post types and advanced custom fields, it's a lot of work, a lot of work. Whereas, if you use WooCommerce, pricing sliders are there. Um, you can add all of variables of variants, I think, very products, yeah. And you can have people just click on that for um, easy filtering. It's, in many cases, a lot easier because there are so many plugins out there for WooCommerce, but there are not that many for your uh, custom post types. So if you wanna make your own, it's a little hard sometimes. And catalog mode will really make it easy for you to do, all right? Yeah, so that's that's a very, I think, a very creative way of doing that. And why is, that's why I'm calling this Phantom Lord because, you know, WooCommerce is there, but it's like a phantom. <laughs> I gotta make these titles work somehow, man. I mean, I'm using Metallica songs, come on. So that's why it's Phantom Lord. Now, the reason why I said wow was because it has been raining for about 30 hours straight. 30 hours straight in my neighborhood. So yeah, I'm pretty sure the river next to me, like nearby is just all the way to the top. Uh, I'm sure there are some areas around here where cars won't be able to go through the water because flooding is, is quite a thing here in Queensland. So I'm pretty sure there are, there will be some trouble here and there, 
But um, yeah, it's been raining for 30 hours. So it's pretty cool. Air is not hot or humid or, any, or anything. It's pretty cool. I really hope um, the, the fall kicks in after the rain goes away, you know, and so it's um, nice and sunny while it's a little um, cool in the afternoon, um, in the evening, you know. Um, yeah, all right, so let's get back into uh, catalog mode. So um, here's a few examples of using that, and then we'll go into some extra ideas, you know. All right, so what I've done now, I tried not to, uh, what is it, mention or go into specific identifying details about clients. So I'll try not to, but uh, sometimes there's there's no way. So I, I'll just have to sort of talk about it, not being too specific, all right? But um, I worked on a website. It was a huge, huge, massive website, and um, like a few years ago, and we had to keep updating it and stuff. But what we did was, what they wanted was, like, you know how like if you go to an electronics uh, website, you know, like in Australia, we have a thing called JB Hi-Fi, like, uh, uh, I forgot the name, Best Buy in the States, something like that, I think, I don't know, I haven't been to, yeah, so, you know what, I think Best Buy, Best Buy, is, is it black and yellow? Because JB Hi-Fi is black and yellow, maybe, I don't know, it doesn't matter, so, there are like electronics websites, like that and you know how when you type even in Amazon and stuff like when you start typing there's a really comprehensive auto uh, search Ajax auto search that just comes up with everything on the spot and once you type finish typing it'll show you all the products there and, and stuff like that well they wanted something like that so pretty much an Ajax search right and also they thought they felt that they wanted to get uh, enough of a searching functionality for both customers and architects to be able to search their products. Now, this company is uh, it, it works with wood, and architects need their need to check the stats, like the specs of the wood. Like, wow, I didn't know they had so many little things about the specs that were so important. You know, like fire testing and everything. You know. So, um, they, they needed to do that. <clears throat> and of, of course, regular people, when they come to the website, have no idea what they're looking for, so they wanted to suggest some stuff. And they also wanted to track uh, what people were searching, so they will know how to suggest the right products depending on what they're searching. You know, like, because for some people, um, if you're if you know the technical term it's easy to find and that's the one technical term that you're using right but for regular people they might they might not use that word so you're gonna lose that search result if you don't know what people are searching right so we needed to do all of that they wanted to tweak their search so much and be able to cater to everyone now we did a few things we did a few different things we put in an Ajax search uh, and we put in a very, very special pro Ajax search plugin. All right, it was a very, 
Very comprehensive plugin. I spent so much time on that. Um, and another thing that we did was we added product attributes. So what, what you can do with product attributes is you can actually connect that to a filter plugin, search and search filter plugin. Not the Search and Filter Pro that I mentioned, not that one, but a WooCommerce products filter plugin. And that means that it can pick up all the colors, sizes, the whatever of the product attribute, and then just give you like, for example, buttons or checkboxes that you can use, right? And that means that people can look at an array of suggested keywords that they can just click, 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 enter, and you can see a whole bunch of products with those keywords, you know? And th then that means that you can use like really simple keywords if you wanted to, right? Now think about that by, think about building that on your own, you know? Like there's no way you're gonna make that fun search function work, you know? So using WooCommerce helps a lot because not only is that filter plugin for WooCommerce, um, the search, Ajax search, most of them, <clears throat> of course, a lot of them, a lot of um, search plugins uh, do have custom post type searching and stuff, but it's always guaranteed that products, WooCommerce products will be searched because that is the main plugin of WooCommerce, you know? So the first custom post type that always pops up when you're talking about uh, CPT custom post types is WooCommerce, you know, so uh, it's 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 very well supported. It's so well supported that you can actually check uh, search the product tags and everything product tags uh, product categories and all that so What you can basically do is you can put a bunch of tags for this and that and have like search keywords like weird keywords that people might use put them on into either tags or in a special field, and it'll just all get found on search. You know, so that's what they wanted to do. And that worked great, all right? And it did take a bit of time to tweak the results but and try to understand how the filter worked, but it, it worked out really well. So, and also, what you can do is, you can also add like a plugin where it tracks all the search terms and everything, so they really did a good job with that. Well, they, we're happy that we could we could work on getting that done, I guess, because I did that and they wanted, they directed me what they wanted, you know? So yeah, that that's a, that's a big example that I think you can think about, you know, because all the WooCommerce filter, all WooCommerce plugins work, there's a lot of things that are so much easier for you, you know? Uh, another thing that you can also try is for example, this company, now this company is, uh, it does a lot of uh, construction stuff and they say that they are an independent company. So they are wholesale and they actually get the products themselves. So you're not getting the stuff from the manufacturer, you're going there at a warehouse and you're buying at the warehouse. So a lot of people, like tradespeople who build things themselves, you know, like who work on the houses and work on, you know, building things, um, they go there to the warehouse and they buy stuff there. But they need to be able to see if that warehouse carries it or at least see that it's there and then 
um, what is it? Uh, call them and ask them, you know, do you have a, do you have this in a different size or whatever, you know, different color. So, and it needs to be done fairly easily by um, the client because they had well over a thousand of those. So, yeah. Um, so we, I, I think I put in like eighty or something, eighty or between, yeah, seventy and a hundred. So something like that. And we told them to stop after that. <laughs> stop sending us stuff. This is well over what we promised. So the rest you're gonna do yourself. You know. So we did that. So now they have like almost a thousand, I think, it's because they just got someone to do it for them. <laughs> Yeah, and the great thing is everything is in well-made categories that are very well supported by all the themes. So it's easy to put in category images. It's easy to filter them. It's easy to put them into all the taxonomies. It's so easy to manage, but nobody's purchasing, so you don't have to worry about all the plugin gateways or uh, payment gateways or anything. It's just if you have a if you want this product, just come on down or call us, you know? And they have so many products and so many images that they if you search for those products, they actually that website that, that I built we built for them is actually like one of the first top page images on Google Images and Google search because they have so many products. Right, so yeah, it's um, it's really useful for them. So I think I think it's it's really worth thinking about that. Like, let's say let's think of some more examples now. Okay, so for example, if you want if you want a dealer to sell cars, right, you could technically make a custom post type, call it cars, and add all your fields manually, and then use Search and Filter Pro to do it manually. It's all doable. I have done everything myself. It can be done. However, if you think about WooCommerce catalog mode, what you can do is you can just add in colors so you can get a color filter. How cool is that? You can get in, you can put in categories like whether it's a coupe, or whether it's an SUV or whether it's a sedan, you know, you can do that. And you can also, uh, if you wanted to, you can make new tabs easily because tabs are easy to make because WooCommerce supports tabs, you know, so just put in the tabs. Uh, you can put in a YIF tab manager uh, plugin or whatever. Uh, it's also, there's also a free version so you can use that. Uh, so you can add extra tabs. That means you can put in stuff like um, PDFs or images of where all the dents are because if it's a used car lot, you know, where all the dents are and uh, all the little things, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can add all the extra product information and specs very easily, very easily as opposed to making your fields to do everything yourself, right? And of course, they don't have to sell directly off the website. You can just have them come in, go come in for a test drive, and you know, just purchase off the lot and not, you know, on the website. And but the thing is, because if you have a lot of products there, like I said, it really helps with the website's SEO and everything. So it really works out well. Now, technically, it is another product. So you would think. I don't know if you think it's you know. WooCommerce is your first thing to think of uh, when you're thinking of a solution. But a lot of people I've seen, they don't necessarily think WooCommerce. 
I've seen a lot of people try to come up with, uh, look for a specific car selling plugin or that kind of stuff, you know, like a lot of real estate people also there, they look for like real estate plugins and there's this one called Realty or something, Realty, whatever. Um, and that is, I've, I've played around with it and it is such a fucking shit show plugin, like so many features, it just becomes a shit ton of mess. And that's not good, right? Why, why do that, you know? So just put in WooCommerce, you know? Uh, you can put in different attributes for the product so they can have like one room, two room, three rooms, or you can check change the size to become like square feet to square meters. You can do that, you know? So there's a lot of things you can do if you are creative with how you use it. And if you see a good WooCommerce add-on, remember that. And then later on, you're going to be so happy that you remember that, that you can use it in this new project. All right, so uh, think about that. And oh, one more thing, a very, very important plugin that you might have to use later on if you want to, if you want people to search the products uh, is Relevancy, all right? Look up Relevancy, I'll have the link in the post. Uh, Relevancy allows you to open up the WooCommerce search, not WooCommerce, WordPress search results to every custom post type that you have, including WooCommerce products. So it's really good. It's just run that and just build a cache or build the uh, database or whatever. And it'll just, it helps with the search so much if you have that. Before that, sometimes you might not be able to search for the right product and might not turn up. But if you run relevancy, it just works, right? So uh, it's not a search plugin. It's a database building plugin for search. All right. Okay, cool. So um, I think that's about it. There are a lot more things that we can talk about because there are a lot more ideas that you can use for this, but I hope this has at least started you on your brainstorming and actually considering using WooCommerce often as even just a way to build a database. Now, one more thing before we go, I've had some people ask me, can we import like a hundred products? from an Excel file. And I, after I think to myself, what the fuck? I tell them it is possible because there is a thing called WooCommerce bulk import plugin. Um, but do you really need to do that? <laughs> you know? Um, but the request that I got was from, it was for a book database. They didn't want to sell it. They just wanted the database there because they needed their company employees to be able to search the database. I guess it's not necessarily just books, maybe like research articles and all that kind of stuff. So they had like a thousand items and they wanted to just bulk import into uh, WordPress and have it all searchable and filterable. So I told them WooCommerce and I told them uh, use this bulk import plugin. And I don't know what happened to them because I didn't work on that project because I didn't want to. but. Um, that's also another thing, like library books, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought of that, you know? Um, you know what? While we're at it, one more thing. Uh, these are, you know, these are, uh, all right. Like I keep saying one more thing, but these are actual really useful solutions that I've had to do research for that I'm just telling you, you know? And 
Yeah. So uh, another very useful thing that you can do is Contact Form 7 has, I'm pretty sure Gravity Form does too, Contact Form 7 has a dynamic post field. And what that does is you can actually add an extra field onto the form, which when people submit an inquiry through that contact form, what you get is, for example, the page title that they were on when they inquired, or the page URL that they were on when they inquired, which is very helpful in you getting the quote or getting the inquiry. You know, like you can put a product up, you can put a listing up, you can put a house, a car, a painting, whatever. You can put something up, and if you want them to inquire, they can just say, hey, I'm interested in this car. You know, and then you can't just say, you can't call them back and say, what car was that? You know, they can actually, that email can actually contain the URL that they were on. And you can click on that, go check what car they were out, they were looking at, and then call them knowing uh, what they were looking at, you know? So I think it's called Contact Form 7 Dynamic Fields. It works with Contact Form 7, and I need to look up Gravity Forms, but I'm pretty sure Gravity Forms has that as well. Uh, I'm not as familiar with formidable ninja or whatever other form there is but I only because I, I only use gravity and contact form 7 but yeah they they have those so that is another very useful thing to use uh, if you have that inside a short code you can just drop that short code onto every product page uh, then you're done you know you can just get it done send the URL with uh, uh, the, the inquiry you know so yeah. All right. So I think that's about it. Um, there's a there's a lot of hopefully a lot of cool stuff that you can look into. I will add most of the URLs, most of the links to the stuff that I mentioned, uh, and um, hopefully that helps out. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's go into news and resources now. Okay. So we'll start with the news. Okay, we are into news. Welcome back. We're into news. News, yep. And right now I found two that I think are worth discussing. And what they are is number one, this was published a couple days ago. Um, it, your friends might have mentioned this. Uh, I've seen this already shared uh, on, on Facebook. I've seen people share this because I have a lot of people who make websites, and this is important for people who make websites. Not necessarily for you if you use, for example, Divi, or like me, Gutenberg, or whatever page builder, but if you actually start writing a lot of code, and if you want a good framework to start with, Bootstrap is one of them. And Bootstrap 5 is going to be released. Ooh, so this article is uh, making its rounds, and a lot of, and, and they say uh, Bootstrap 5 is, no, all right, so let's, let's start with uh, the website. The website is themesberg.com, and the title is Bootstrap 5 Release Date and What's New About It. Okay, so I'm just going to go over the main headings, and let's check out what's going on, all right? So 
Bootstrap 5, now Bootstrap is a framework where you build, you just load it up, and that means that you have a very strong framework of building a website raw in code yourself, you know? That's what it does. And some themes use this because when they make their layouts, it's good, it's easy to use Bootstrap. Now, if you've seen stuff like um, SM-3 or, you know, like those kind of things, like a bunch of little small uh, letters and dashes and numbers put together in the classes, if you look at the uh, code inspector, then that is Bootstrap, all right? Now, uh, Bootstrap 5 release date, let's see. Okay, it says Bootstrap 5 to be released in late spring this year. That is not a fucking date. That's not a date. Late spring isn't a date. That's not a date. What the fuck? Anyways, who cares? Fuck you. I don't use it anyways. But yeah. <laughs> fuck. That's stupid. At least put out a date, you know? Alright, so let's see what's new. Now, this... Now, the reason why I'm actually covering this is because, well, I'm talking about this, like, yeah, but the reason why I'm talking about this is because what Bootstrap does is pretty much going to change the internet, right? Going to change how websites are built. And there are some major things here, okay? One is they are fucking removing jQuery. What? What? All right, WordPress is pretty much built to use jQuery. Now, if WordPress, for example, followed suit and removed jQuery, because all WordPress just loads jQuery by default, pretty much. So if they remove jQuery, there's gonna be pandemonium, you know? And the reason why they say that they are removing jQuery is because there's a lot of other uh, JavaScript frameworks that are pretty cool and useful and is being used increasingly. So jQuery can doesn't actually need is not necessarily needed, and you can just use regular JavaScript or something else like React, Vue, and Angular. All right, I now ah oh, fuck, I used to know how to write jQuery. Now they're just you know. So the thing is, it's it's a little it's a little heavier to load the whole library. That's probably why. That's um, yeah, and yeah. So if it's if it goes away, and if you write more vanilla JavaScript, or if you load a lighter uh, code, a quicker code, then it will help you know speed up the website. So it's not bad, but. There's a lot of websites out there that use jQuery, so this is gonna be something significant. All right, another thing. They are dropping support for Internet Explorer 10. Oh, that is so good. They are dropping Internet Explorer 10 support. Why is that good? It's good because um, although most of the people who listen to my podcast live in countries where um, Internet Explorer is not a thing, but, um, and in this day and age, seriously, uh, Edge is now Chromium. I even have fucking Edge on my Mac. So Internet Explorer is fucking dead, come on. But people still use it. 
Like there's a significant number of people who use it. And depending on what demographic your website uh, has to appeal to, it's sometimes, a lot of times, actually a thing. You need to consider it. But Bootstrap is dropping Internet Explorer 10. Uh, that means a lot of companies, a lot of web development companies who do enterprise solutions, for example, they are now allowed to drop Internet Explorer 10 as well because a major framework has just dropped it. That is not an easy decision, but they've dropped it. And I really hope Internet Explorer 11 is dropped very soon because if Bootstrap drops it, I'm going to totally drop it. I'm like... 99% there of dropping. I'm just like holding on to the last straw, you know? So I still code by habit, sort of Internet Explorer 11 safe, but oh, I just want to get out of it. Uh, another thing, Bootstrap is adding a custom SVG icon library. Now that is really cool because if you have this <clears throat> new SVG icon library, of course, this is going to get so common that it's gonna it's gonna suck as much as um, font awesome icons but I think they're trying to remove dependency on font awesome and they're trying to do introduce their own SVG icon library so hopefully that works out well for them uh, switching from Hugo to Jekyll um, Jekyll is a static site generator but Hugo is currently faster so they're gonna go to Hugo, I guess. All right, good for them then. All right, um, Bootstrap 4 uh, went from less to SAS, which is good because less was on its way out, so too bad. I use SAS, so that's good, yeah. And of course, let's see what else is there. Major JavaScript updates, minor CSS and class updates and fixes, so. Nothing new there. All right, cool. So uh, Bootstrap 5 is coming out soon. Have a look. And um, if you're just interested in making websites on your own, just putting things together, typing code, see what happens, then have a look. All right. Like, next, let's go to a very, 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 very fun article. I've been waiting to talk about this article for quite a few weeks because the title, all right, title is... It can't be a few weeks, I guess. It was last updated. All right, last updated. I think it was released before that, but all right. Last updated on Leap Year, uh, Leap Day. And the title is State of Website Builders. Ooh, it's on Site Builder Report. And the sub subtitle is Wix and Squarespace, Squarespace have 55% of the market, but new entrants are building market share. Cool. So did you know that? Wix and Squarespace have 55% of the market. What? Now, that is 55% of the market of the website builders, all right? Now, when they say website builders, they don't mean WordPress, Joomla, Drupal. Those are CMSs, technically, and even though you can load web, drag and drop web builders, uh, it's not like a lot of people do with, with Divi and Elementor and Oxygen and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's not a web builder, all right? So a web builder is a very user-friendly uh, plugin where you don't actually use a complicated software system, okay? All right, so uh, 
here, one of their insights is Webflow and Card, spelled with two fucking R's, uh, are growing fast. So they are next in growth. So they're doing well. I don't care, but yeah. And some predictions. AI web design trend is over. Now, I don't know if you've been around or you if you've been interested in this, but there's this thing called the grid. Now, the grid um, was... What they did was if you throw all your content at the grid, what they did was they tried to come up with a website for you, sort of. So it's like AI, you know? And yeah, so didn't work out. Didn't work out. Yep. Uh, so it's not working out well. So AI web design trend is over. Web builders move on, website builders move into online presence. Uh, so big companies buy smaller companies like Square, the, the, what is it? The payment gateway bought Weebly, GoDaddy bought Cellbrite, Wix bought Flock, whatever they are, whatever the fuck, I don't know. So they do that. And then another prediction is, uh, Shopify's lead in e-commerce will only grow. Like I said. Uh, and, and it's still mentioned in this article, is WordPress a website builder? No, it's a CMS. So their definition is a hosted, no-code no tool. So it has to be hosted with them as well. All right, now, who powers the most websites? This is fun, because I like graphs. Who powers the most websites? Number one is Wix, by far. Now that number, that is four, five, Five zeros, 35 and five zeros. That means 3.5 million. And that Wix graph, that Wix bar is up between 3.5 and four. So that's about 3.7 million, 3.8 million. Uh, Squarespace is just under 2 million. And then you have GoDaddy. People fucking use the GoDaddy web builder. GoDaddy, Weebly, Duda, fucking Duda, fucking Duda. Uh, Jimdo, I've never heard of Jimdo. Adobe Muse and all that whatever shit stuff, right? So there's a bunch of shit. Uh, tilde, there's Tilda, huh? Yeah, so all of them are just under 1 million. GoDaddy is just over 1 million. Everything from Weebly down is, yeah. All right, so who is trending? Trending as in highest growth rate, growth rate. So strikingly, Card and Webflow, all right? Card started off with 6,000 websites and it's up to 7,000 in February. So good for them, 1,000 new people. All right, who powers the most websites in the top 1 million? Now what that means is there are 1 million websites in the world. Well, not in the world. There are way more than 1 million, but there are 1 million websites that are the top million websites in the world. Um, it's actually really cool to be in the top 1 million. And it is sort of like, you know, a gauge of how, I don't know, regular amount of traffic and respected website it is pretty much, sort of something like that, 1 million, top 1 million, okay? And out of the top 1 million, how many are Wix and Squarespace? Let's start with those two. Um, remember how Wix had 3.8 million and Squarespace had just shy of 2 million, yeah, 2 million websites. 
Out of the top 1 million in the world, Squarespace actually beats Wix by having a little over 9,000 websites on the top 1 million. Wow. Wow, that's interesting, isn't it? You know, Squarespace has more websites that are doing better or at least respected or at least visited enough, you know, uh, to be in the top 1 million. Wix is 1,000 websites short of that. I am actually surprised that Wix even has websites in the top 1 million. I would have thought they would have like two because it's fucking Wix. <laughs> Fuck off, Wix. All right, uh, Weebly has 2.3 thousand, 2.3K. Webflow is about the same. Tilda, wherever the fuck these guys are, is 2,000. And GoDaddy can fuck off with less than 1,000. Um, so, yeah, these websites, at least they're in the top 1 million. That's interesting, you know? Yeah. All right, market share. Uh, E-commerce-wise, Shopify has the most as 1.2 million e-commerce. Uh, Wix e-commerce, fucking Wix, um, is about 800,000. WooCommerce, I don't know why WooCommerce is here though. It's just I think it's probably just because it's just all e-commerce solutions because they just have everything like OpenCart, Magento, and it, and then Squarespace. Yeah. So Shopify is number one. Uh, then is Wix, fucking Wix, and then WooCommerce. Very close, but still behind Wix is WooCommerce. And then we have Squarespace. Yeah, Squarespace is like just big drop from there. So way up on top, Shopify, Wix and Woo are pretty similar. And then way down below is Squarespace. And then everything just goes away from there. Presta, Magento, OpenCart. Yeah, Weebly. Yeah. All right. So that's that's also interesting because when people ask you like, what can I use? What? And we talked about WooCommerce today. Yeah, fucking go with WooCommerce. Make some more websites, WooCommerce, and then, you know, other people can die with Wix. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, E-commerce builders. All right. So Shopify is, of course, way on top. Then big commerce, WooCommerce. We don't care about that. Now, another thing that they actually talk about here is subreddits. Now, if you're on Reddit, you know what a subreddit is, but a subreddit is like a special subdomain. That's why it's called subreddit for a special interest. And what they say is, what these guys say for these numbers is that an active subreddit is harder to fake than um, like social media likes, you know, for example. So um, they look at the subreddit subscribers and number one is Shopify by far, probably because they need to ask each other whether it's paid or not and whether it is possible or not and just complain about that. And number two is WooCommerce, then Magento and Squarespace. Okay, interesting. By far, like Shopify is like 52,000, 52,000 Shopify. WooCommerce is only 7,000. So that's a huge difference. All right, portfolio builders, SmugMug wins. That's interesting because it's very popular, I guess. Uh, yeah, so I know I know I, when I talk about stats, it's just interesting for me, but these are just numbers for you when you're listening, but just look at the pages and it's just really fun to look at all the stuff and all the names and what they've been up to and all that kind of stuff, you know, so. All right, let's go to resources.
Okay, we are back to resources. Now this is uh, this is going to be very simple because I only have two resources. Uh, one is called Unicons. Unicons. Um, it's, it's on a website called Icon Scout. And there's this uh, new icon library called Unicons. And what you can do, there is a free version. What you can do is you can, there's a line, monochrome, thin line, and solid set of icons. Uh, thin line and solid are coming soon, but the line and monochrome are already here. Um, and you can download the line icons and you can purchase the monochrome icons. And they have a lot of icons. Um, 1,100 icons, 1,100 icons in either SVG or web fonts. So that's really useful. So might as well get that, you know, it's free, fucking free. Yep. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, this one is if you are interested in CSS, and if you want to learn some CSS, uh, you can learn Flexbox or Grid and or Grid on this website. So it's called Aisha, Aisha, D, Aisha, Aisha Deed. Is this a guy's name? Oh, it's a guy's name. All right. So uh, it's it's, an, it's made by this guy named Ahmad Shadid. So I guess the website is I Shadid. Yeah. All right. It's not Aisha Deed. It's I Shadid because the I is separate from, separate from the name. So here's an article that he wrote. It's an interactive demo. Like um, you can write your stuff on CodePen. No, can I write here? No, probably not. What is this? How do I, how do I write? Oh well. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it shows how Flexbox works, and it's. I think it's very useful. It's if you want to learn how this all this stuff works, have a look because. Flexbox and Grid are just. It's, there's no way around it now. It's, it's going to be part of CSS. And if you're going to be developing websites, uh, putting together websites, or at least not wanting to, so there's a lot of code pens here, so not wanting to, you know, pull your hair out while putting together websites, you need to learn some code. And layout wise, the most important layout stuff that you can use now, as opposed to like floats that we used to use a long time ago, you can use Flexbox and Grid. So have a look. It's actually very useful. So learn, scroll down and learn, and then go to the bottom. Not well, yeah, go to the bottom, and you can have you have a there's a code pen where you can actually type your stuff in and play around with it. Okay, all right, <clears throat> all right. So um, luckily, my voice didn't, uh, uh, you know, my voice held out because. What I, what I was doing was I was snacking and <laughs> I was snacking and I had a bag of pork rinds. <laughs> I had a bag, I have a bag, had a bag of pork rinds and they sort of dry your throat up. So I was worried, but uh, it worked out okay. All right. So um, that was actually a long time. I thought I would finish this early, but then I got into the stats too much. So, oh well. All right, so I will see you in the next episode, and um, have a great week. Bye-bye.